Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You a Story. Babe, let me tell you about all the crimes you may have missed in August of 2021. You ready for this? You got something on your eye. Do I? Yeah. Get it. I think it's uh, cheese. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? I did just eat a bunch of cheese. Did I really have cheese on my eye? I think you did. Oh my God, I am disgusting. How do you love me? That's easy. I love cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that is so embarrassing. The Miami Beach abode that once belonged to Al Capone is now facing potential demolition. What? The house was purchased by the notorious gangster nicknamed Scarface back in 1928 for $40,000, I read, by the way. forty grand. Okay, homie with his muscle car is going to have to chill the F out you're until to, I'm done with the story. You're going to have to wait. Because he's going to go up and down the street a couple What is times. he doing? He's just revving it a bunch? He's just warming the engine up. Oh, my God. Does he know it's 2021 outside? It, his car is not from 2021. His car is from, like, Has he looked outside? It's 2021. you got to let the motor warm up. The motor? <laughs> that was really English. Huh? That was the most English thing ever. <laughs> you got to let the motor warm up. So, the house was purchased by the notorious gangster nicknamed Scarface back in 1928 for $40,000. 1928, though. 1928 money, that's probably $40,000 like... in 1928 is a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. It was purchased this summer for $10.75 million. Miami Beach or South Beach? Miami Beach is what it says. Mm. But the new owners discovered horrific flood damage as well as standing water literally underneath the house. Whoops. Todd Glazer, a developer and one of the owners of the home, said, quote, the house is a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. And, quote, it's a disgrace to Miami Beach in an interview with the Miami Herald. The home, however, is being considered by the city of Miami to be designated as a historical site. But Glazer and his co-owner are not bothered at all, and they still want to demolish the house. It's a really big spot, and according to the Herald, the owners plan on rebuilding on the land. The new home will likely be a two-story house with eight bedrooms, eight bathrooms, plus a jacuzzi, a spa, and a sauna. Sounds nice. So the question is, should Al Capone's home be destroyed or left the F alone? I mean, if the city then designates it, yeah. they should pay them back 10 point whatever million. I think just part of me is a little bit irritated that these people bought the home just to destroy it. But they didn't. They bought it, and then they found out that it was fucked up, right? Yeah, That's the way it sounded. The owner, the new owner, listen, Todd Glazer, I know you're not listening to this, but he's a developer, okay? So if you know Todd or you are Todd, Sorry. But you're a developer. You're buying it because it's a great spot in Miami Beach. You see money signs in front of you. That's prime real estate. Absolutely. But it's Al Capone's home. Definitely be underwater in like 20 years. Listen, listen. I like the idea of these things as part of culture or whatever, whether for a horrible reason like Al Capone and the fact that they planned the Chicago, that huge Chicago crime where like eight people were killed from the opposing gang. They were, that was planned in that home. 
it's still a part of American culture. It's a part of history. The architecture is part of history. I just want them to leave that shit alone. Just sure. leave it alone. Sure, but that's not the American way, you know? Yeah, the American, the American way, way is to change everything. The American way is to you know, trash the past and then build something new and shiny. Listen, on, on my way to that kit shoot last week, the driver said to me, I noticed when I was coming up in Highland Park, I noticed this um, gas station sign and we passed it again. He goes, you see that? It says self-service parking. And he goes, that must be an old sign. It was at a gas station. He's like, it must be an old sign because... No one's pumping your gas anymore. Right. right. He goes, I love that they kept that sign there. And I said, that's a lot of Highland Park. A lot of Highland Park has old signs. And I told him about Pillars. That's a school. But they've kept the department store sign on the front of that school. And I'm like, it's amazing because... You can't replicate that. You can't replicate things from back in the day. Right. And he, we were passing the, all those new apartment buildings on yep. on, uh, on Eagle Rock. And yep. he was saying, it does make you kind of sad because everything just looks the same now. And I said, 100%. And we had this amazing conversation at like 7 a.m. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. You can make all these new things into whatever building you want, but keep keep the things that made it retro. Keep the signage, keep the architecture. Yeah, well, in, in London, like there's a law, I guess, in a certain central square mile that you can do a new building, but you have to keep the front of the old building. Yes. So they build a whole new building off the back and they'll just mm-hmm. cut the front of the building and like leave it standing. 100%. We saw that one, that one like movie theater or whatever that had had the old house and it was like a house they turned it into a movie theater but it was a house the front facade of the house was still there right and i think you told me this was like a couple years ago that we read this but you told me that it's a law and i think that's beautiful i think it's beautiful honestly i i think it's not as beautiful as keeping the whole thing and then just restoring it because it's like like, it's like it's a literal like surface totally but it's still (laughs) like if that's all you can keep and they like we have to understand that yes things change you're right like it's not the american way you gotta flip things i get it but also no matter how hard you try you're never gonna replicate something that was built back then i mean i'm not saying i support the American method. I'm just saying no. that is the American method. And it's not because it's Al Capone's home that it bugs me. It bugs me because it's from 1928. Like, that's so cool. And, like, part of the reason why I love Miami so much is because of all the retro shit. Yeah. It's so gross in some ways and so tacky, but there's something so beautiful about all that old architecture, you know? Well, I think if you compare two similarly sort of trash cities, Las Vegas mm-hmm. and Miami. Miami's way better architecturally because they did keep, it's a, original. It's not just made up 100%. in like the 60s, right. right? And then like even the best parts of Vegas are like the old signs with yeah. the weird angles. Yeah. and like There's something about old school signage that really like yeah. hits my heart in a way. Just because there's nothing like it anymore. So in my opinion, I don't think they should demolish it. I think... Like, the city should buy it back from those guys. If they bought it because they're developers and they love the land, fine. But I think the city should buy it back, name it a a historical site. It hasn't been touched. And then, like, do it up? Make it a museum. Like, restore it. Yeah, make it a museum. There's tons of gang museums all over the U.S. That's a huge part of American history, are those, like, crazy mobs and gangs. That's a huge part of American history. Well, I mean, think of the Versace house they turned into a restaurant, right, in Miami. 
a hotel. It's like a hotel. It right? is a ho- it's a fancy hotel, but there's also the restaurant because we tried to eat. Yes, them. yes. Yeah. So that's another way to do it, right? You like keep some of it, mm-hmm. you make some of it a museum, but then you turn the rest of it into like an actual legit business. But I feel bad for the guy that showed out ten grand, ten million dollars, and then they're like, "No, yeah, he's a developer. He'll be fine." Yeah, maybe Todd. You know what Todd means in England? What? Poo. Really? Uh huh. Like you, I just, I just took a Todd. Uh huh. All right, a Staffordshire bull terrier who was rejected time and time again by pers- by prospective owners for being a bit too hyper and not too friendly with other doggies is now an award-winning, drug-busting canine for the Avon and Somerset Police. Hell yeah. Yeah, this is an English story. That's why I was asking you for pronunciations earlier. His name is Bandit, and he was taken in by Lee Fairman, and together they have received the honor of Outstanding Achievement at the National Service Dog Bravery and Achievement Awards. He's trained to find... Class A and B drugs, money, and firearms after being trained in search and rescue. And the two also live together. Aww. Isn't that amazing? Apparently, they've received three awards since 2019. And he was taken in at, like, two years old. He was, like, a young dog, and he was extremely hyperactive. And, like, three people tried to take him in before that into their own homes. And they were like, this dog is out of control. And they kept giving him up. So then this, like, PC chairman or whatever i don't even know police chief police constable police constable mm-hmm. that's oh, just a regular so guy chairman it's no, just a regular police guy. constable what yeah. does that mean like a police officer like any guy you see on the street is, is a pc pc and like the slang is pc plug like yeah, it's just some guy some cop oh so when they said pc they're like taken by pc they're all pc any oh. any guy in uniform is like PC Smith, PC whatever. Yeah, they said PC Fairman. Yeah, it's just so whatever. I was like, oh, he's the police. He's the he's police not the chairman chief of the chairman. No, it's <laughs> just some guy. Oh my bad. All right, so this police officer, yeah. he took him in, and they lived together, and then he trained him in search and rescue because he just thought that this this dog was like had the right temperament, and he was like really, really like hyper in a good way for that type of work, and apparently he's been absolutely monumental in busting people drugs money and guns isn't that awesome that is awesome i i'm confused why there's so much drugs in avon um but that's cool yeah apparently they live together in gloucestershire (laughs) gloucestershire gloucestershire uh isn't the target dog a staff I think so. This one is mixed. This is a mixed Staffordshire and also Border Collie. Oh, well, that's a walking walking dog. Bandit is a mix between a Staffordshire Bull Terrier and a Border Collie. That's cool. But my first dog ever in South Africa was a Staffordshire Bull Terrier, 100%, like, purebred. And he was stolen. That's the one that was stolen. And he was absolutely beautiful. His name was Max. And when I read that he was a Staffordshire Bull Terrier, it like hit my heart because mm. Max was the best dog in the entire world, the friendliest dog. And we were approached by a bunch of teenagers who had a female Staffordshire Bull Terrier who came up to our house and introduced us, introduced us to their dog. And we're like, your dog's so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. This is our dog. It was a female. And then a few days later, myself, my sister, and my parents were at the grocery store or something like that. We were at, like, the mall. And our neighbor witnessed those teenage dogs jump the fence. and Teenage kids. Teenage kids. Dogs. 
teenage kids <sighs> jumped the like we had a brick wall and they jumped the wall and stole Max and he tried to like get away from them and the neighbors said that they hit him to get him out of our house and it kills us to this day it's like one of the most traumatic things my family has ever been through but he was the best dog ever it was like honestly so sad and all I just tell myself always they got him because they wanted to breed them and that hopefully he didn't suffer just spend his whole life fucking yeah, that's what I tell myself. That's a really sad story. It's really traumatic. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think the award ceremony is like for the fucking bestest boy Well, when I read that, award? I was like, okay, listen. <laughs> I read that. It's called the... <laughs> I like my name. Bestest boy. Yeah, it's called the... Um, National Service Dog Bravery and Achievement Awards. And I just picture a bunch of dogs, like, really well-trained. Like sitting around tables? Yes, yes. Like, really well-behaved <laughs> sitting there. And they get fed, like, tri-tips on plates. We don't have that in England. What do you eat? Fish and chips? Roast beef. Roast beef? Mm. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Like a sandwich? Like a Sunday roast. Yeah. Oh, no, like roast beef with gravy. Roast potatoes. A little side of a... Yorkshire pudding. Some black pudding. I'm hungry. Black pudding. Ugh, that's disgusting. No, it's great. No, that's No, it's great. Tell everybody what black black pudding is. It's like pudding that's black. No, tell them what it is for all the non-English listeners. Just like a disc of fried pig's blood. Mmm, yum. (laughs) It's gross. Also, listen, English listeners, I see you on the stats. Thank you so much. I tell myself it's because of me, not Nils. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Who knows? No one cares about me. They might really relate to you. You knocked my gun over. Please don't say shit like that where we can't clarify. <laughs> assault gun. It's a salt gun. It's for killing flies. All right, calm down, everybody. Mutual. Peter's going to get on you for killing flies. Does Peter care about flies? I don't know. Also, in case you guys are wondering if you ever hear that sound, that sound of crackling, it's Nils sucking his jewel Don't for tell all it's worth. About my habits. <laughs> Next story, moving on to Florida crimes. A man who received a haircut. <laughs> okay. I'm in. I'm sold already. At Florida's New York Hair, first of all. What? There's a New York hair down the street. Is there? Yeah, there's a there's a New York barbers down the street. They said it was a chain. This isn't a chain. This is an independent. But it's, in, it's, down, okay, it's literally well, on the it street. It is a chain, apparently. It yeah. can't be independent if there's one down the street. And this is... No, no, no. This, one, this one's not called New York Hair. It's New York Barbers. I'm just saying, like, a lot of places are like, hey, New York Cuts. And they do, like, oh, fades. Oh, I see. It's like a very New York style I see, thing. I see. Okay. So, Florida's New York Hair. Okay. So, this man who received a haircut at Florida's New York Hair was allegedly so unhappy mm. with his cut <laughs> that he returned to the barber... Wielding a gun. <laughs> I like the word wielding. So that's like brandishing, you know? No, He's like yeah. waving it around. They didn't put wielding in the report. I chose the oh. word wielding because I like the word wielding. Yeah, okay. Isn't that a good that's he a just good had word? A gun. When you say wielding, you know what that means. And it's so good. descriptive. Brandishing is better. Brandishing is just like... That's like... Sh- no, no, no. Yeah, brandishing is showing it. Like, yeah, I'm going to shoot Wielding is like... <laughs> 
ape shit. You're going <laughs> ape shit with your gun. And this is what this guy was doing. Yeah, I think will like if it was like wielding a sword yeah. or brandishing a sword, you're like, oh, you're just showing off with the brandishing. Right. Yeah. You're right. I, I view brandishing as like, hey, check out my gun. <laughs> Wielding is like, oh my God. <laughs> Look at my gun. <laughs> All right. So Florida Today reported that the customer entered the barbershop and started pointing the gun at several customers. The owner of New York Hair on Florida Avenue, also Florida Avenue, amazing. Hold on a <laughs> can I Can I make a prediction? Yeah. He has a gun too. Yeah. Oh, Florida. Absolutely. <laughs> the owner of New York Hair on Florida Avenue <laughs> pulled out his own gun and shot the suspect in the hip. Then the customers and employees all managed- pulled their own guns. No, no they attacked him though <laughs> oh, with their arms. <laughs> they disarmed the man and held him until police arrived. He had to be transported to Holmes Regional Medical Center because he was shot, <laughs> and he's now facing charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. According to police, he was allegedly unhappy with a prior haircut. Or a prior transaction after a prior haircut that had taken place, obviously, before he returned. And I guess he just couldn't let it go, so he had to return to the barbershop and make it known to everybody by pointing his gun at everybody. I need to see the mugshot so I can judge the haircut. Yeah, there's no mugshot. Ah, Missed opportunity for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's prime. Do you remember a few years ago when that guy went viral because he got arrested in the middle of his haircut and half of it, he had a giant afro and half of it was completely yeah. shaved? Yeah. I was hoping it was something like that where it's like his haircut was really shit and that I could sympathize with him maybe, you know? Like, I, feel I understand like you being upset. Never okay to bring a gun. He didn't shoot anyone. He just wielded his gun. He got shot. Yeah, he got shot. That's punishment. Um, I think a good defense attorney would dig up a photo of that haircut. And if it's bad enough, you could probably get that guy off. Well, the police officers afterwards at a press release were like, he was either upset about his haircut or he was upset about a transaction. So maybe he got overcharged. That's less interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I think it's amazing that that guy just put out his own gun and then just immediately shot him. Like... Don't come in here with a gun. You know. Don't dish it if you can't take it. You know what that tells me? What? This shit happens all the time. In Florida? That guy was fucking prepared. He's like, oh, this again. Yeah, he's like, oh my God. Another unhappy customer. (laughs) Let me get my gun. All right, more Florida crimes because Florida. On August 17th, two officers from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Also, seriously, can we not shorten that? Can we not just call it the Florida Wildlife Commission? What is it? Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Like, for real? FFWCC? Yes. It just annoyed me writing that. Anyways, (laughs) two officers from that were on duty when they witnessed a boat approaching the dock at the Caribbean Club in Key Largo. The boat was blacked out. And it appeared that whoever was sailing the boat was trying to dock it without being noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't do a good job. Listen, I feel like already that sounds so weird because it's a freaking boat. (laughs) Like, how do you, how do you drive a boat, sail a boat, whatever, dock it, whatever, 
without expecting that you're probably going to be noticed if there are people around. It's a boat. Yeah, no, but like, it's no. It's loud. Most smuggling, I think, happens by boat still. Okay, but like, it's a boat. Yeah, maybe they cut the engines. At the Caribbean Club in Key Largo. Well, maybe that's where the action is. Anyways. Maybe that's where you offload all your fucking cocaine. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is way less exciting than cocaine, all right? It gets weirder because... PlayStation 5s. No. Oh. <laughs> that would have been good, though. <laughs> when the officers approached the vessel, they met the driver, Giovanni Perez, who had a lot more on board than he should have. And no, it was not drugs. It was not PlayStation 5s. Seafood. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm good at this. He had 39 rock lobsters. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured it in my head as I was saying it. All alive, smashing their little claws together on his boat, in his boat, just chilling. So he's up front, he's locked the door, they open the door, and there are literally nearly 40 lobsters clamping around, okay. all right? 40 doesn't sound that many, and are you what's kidding? the problem? A rock lobster? I don't know, what's a rock lobster? It's big. I know it's a B-52 song. No. Rock Lobster. That just makes me think of Family Guy. Rock Lobster. That's how he sings it on Family Guy. Anyways, um, no. So in South Africa, right, we used to catch lobsters. I'm sorry for everyone who is going to be offended by this. All right. I I I apologize. Yeah. PETA. I'm sorry. But my mom, one time I got home from school and I heard. (laughs) I know this story. Do you? I walked into the house, and I'm like, hey, mom. And she's like, hi. And I hear what only sounds as, like, screaming. And I go, what is that noise? She goes, oh, let me show you. And she opens the bathroom door just a little bit, and there's, like, five crayfish in there. Crayfish in South Africa is what most Americans would call a lobster, but they're actually different. They're a different animal. And they're way more delicious. They're not as sweet. They're more savory. Again, apologies for offending anybody. The hell is going on outside? People are moving their cars. And they were smashing around in the bathroom. It literally was terrifying. When I think of 40 lobsters in a small, it's not a giant boat, a small boat, that is absolutely horrific to me. This doesn't sound like a lot. 40 to, like 40 is not a high 40 number. 40 lobsters? If you were like this 4,000, I'd be like, holy shit. 40 pairs of claws. So Perez told the officers he was a commercial fisherman, so everyone just needs to chill, all right? But then he couldn't provide any paperwork to prove it. According to the South Dade news leader, Perez also didn't have the required lobster permit, which oh, is extremely man. important. And they also noticed that the lobsters weren't up to size, Regulations, so I guess, like when you are a commercial fisherman, you can't really bring lobsters on board that aren't a, a specific size. I think they have that with a lot of yeah um, marine life, right? Mm-hmm. Like if it's too small, you gotta toss it back. Exactly. Yeah. But it got worse for Perez because when officers looked further into him, they discovered that he had a warrant <laughs> for lobster heist. <laughs> no, for failing to appear in court for multiple traffic offenses. <laughs> like, no. Like, like boat road. traffic? No, like car traffic offenses. So he went to jail mm. and luckily for all the lobsters, there you go people. They were all returned to the ocean 
very much alive. So they returned them all back. None of them died in the process of transporting. He was obviously trying to sell illegal lobsters, which must be a very common thing near any oceans, honestly. People must be doing this shit all the time. I was on Santa Monica Pier once, and I saw a bunch of guys fishing off the end pull up a lobster. Like, no kidding. What do you mean, pull up a lobster? Out of the fucking ocean. Oh, really? Were they stoked? Yeah. Yeah, I bet. They were like... Dinner! Super super stoked. Yeah. I mean, my dad got pulled over by a cop in South Africa, and the cop said... Hey, uh, I saw you out there. What were you doing over there on the on the pier? And my dad was like, nothing. And he was like, let me check your trunk. And my dad opened the trunk and displayed a bunch of crayfish. And the cop was so scared that he literally was like, okay, all right, cool, bye. Because my dad had a bunch of crayfish and they were like clamping their claws. That's why I say 40 of those is actually terrifying. Yeah. I don't know why you can't go to the pier and fish your own lobster and put them in the trunk of your car. I mean, you can if you have a fishing permit. I just, what, why do you need a fishing permit? A commercial, in Florida, the law is six. Six for personal use. Six for for personal use. So you can have like an eighth of weed, six lobsters, Mm -hmm. two guns. You just, they, it's basically, they have to regulate it because if everyone's just illegally selling lobsters and things like that, you're not getting the right type of lobster. There are FDA regulations. I'm I'm with that, but I'm Mm -hmm. also like... I kind of am a little bit libertarian on the whole, like, you need a license to fish. I'm like, the fucking ocean is free, it dude. Is you should, be able, go, you should be able to go to the ocean and, like, ha- get one fish. Agreed. But you are allowed a certain amount. And the only reason they have to do that is because for the idiots who decide that they want to sell illegal fish yeah. and then they're doing it, they're selling bad fish, they're selling baby fish, and that's not that's messing up the ecosystem. Yeah, don't eat baby fish. No, and don't eat baby lobsters. Except it's effed up. Except for caviar. Just wait till they're full grown. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> An Illinois woman has been arrested after presenting a fake vaccination card in order to bypass Hawaii's mandatory two-week quarantine for non-vaccinated travelers. So this woman wanted to go to Hawaii. Not vaxxed. She didn't want to stay in the hotel for two weeks because that was going to ruin her vacation. I mean, that would ruin your vacation. Absolutely. But also get a fucking vaccination, you or dumb if you don't, Yeah, if you don't want to get vaccinated, then don't go to Hawaii. Yeah. She wasn't found out until after she'd already ventured out on her trip in Hawaii. When an employee for the Safe Travels program was looking things over and noticed that her vaccination card had a pretty big misspelling... The word Moderna <laughs> was spelled with an A instead of an O. So not Moderna. 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 Madonna. Moderna. Uh. Yeah, maybe if you're like from the South and you're like, Moderna. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Moderna. Um, all right, so they tried to verify the info after that. They were like, huh, that's weird because Moderna is spelled with an O and this woman's vaccination card has spelled with an A. So then they called the place on the card that said where the woman had gotten her vaccination from, and they were quickly reassured that their suspicions were correct. And so then they tried to contact the woman to no avail. They sent her emails, phone calls, text messages, everything that she had in her vax card, right? She was finally arrested when she returned to the airport to travel back home to Illinois. Damn, she thought she got away with it. Yeah, she was like, ha ha, 
Aloha bitches, <laughs> having the best time in Hawaii. So she yeah. did post bail, but she faces large fines. I think it was like $5,000 and up to a year in prison if convicted for falsifying vaccination documents, which is illegal, you guys. That is a real law now. So don't be a dumbass. Get vaccinated or don't go on vacation if you don't want to. It's like pretty simple, right? It's, it's, that's so dumb. Whatever your views are on getting vaccinated, I don't care. Honestly, I don't. Just don't do dumb shit. If you're not going to get vaccinated, then I'm sorry. Think people now, establishments, vacations, whatever, those things require vaccinations or you don't get to do it. I know that sucks if you are truly in the belief that like this is your American right, but also it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's the law now. There are tons of laws we can argue about, but like, that's the law. So don't do it. Well, it's also... Or you know, go to jail. You're going to get found out. The whole point of America is it's a bunch of self-governing states, right? So if Hawaii, the state, is like, hey, you need to be vaccinated or right. do... Then that's the fucking law. Yeah, right? if you believe in the American dream and you believe in the American system, then you believe that, like, states have absolutely every right and local governments do to impose their own laws yeah. but also this bitch is so dumb that she misspelled moderna <laughs> well you think she made it herself she did she must have she probably got she some bought it. teenager to do it she definitely <laughs> bought it 100 she can't use photoshop <laughs> she's from illinois no offense hey how old is she i don't know i'm yeah. from illinois can you use photoshop Case closed. I can use Photoshop to a certain extent, but more importantly than that, even though I'm not that good at Photoshop, I know how to spell. Yeah, I can use Photoshop, but cannot spell. Hey, Ryan, how do you spell Moderna? He knows how to spell Moderna. M-E-D? Oh, no. (laughs) What? All right, well, that's my stories. Honestly, overall, August wasn't too crazy of a month. It's too hot. You think? Everything's on fire. Yeah, and there's so many new variants. Yeah, I was like, I can't be bothered to do crimes. There's a new Moo variant. <laughs> I read that. There was like Moo, M-U, the new Moo variant. Maybe it's Mew. I don't know. No, I think it's Moo. Really? I like that it's called the Moo. It's Greek. They found it in LA, which is great for us. Every day, new variant. New day, new variant. Well, some of these new variants, the... So they're tracking all these new variants. Like in the in the newspaper, they're always saying, "Oh, we found a new variant of interest," and they're like looking for specific genetic mutations, Mm -hmm. mutations. Uh, (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) But they don't know what half of them do. They're not like, "Oh, this is worse or better than Delta." They're just like, "This is a." different mutation that has similar characteristics to Delta. So they're just tracking a bunch of shit. I mean, this is just the, this is never going to end, right? But I also read an article today from the world's leading um, something biologist, like <laughs> space biologist, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. I can't remember what the technical thing is. Um, and he was saying that he thinks... or more of the human genome is leftover characteristics of viruses. So in our evolutionary tree, viruses have affected the evolution of mammals up to human beings. And he's saying like 50% of the DNA makeup in human beings 
is made up from like virus viral mutations. Right. So he was like, oh, actually, lots of viruses are great. Yeah. But this one sucks. Hot tip. <laughs> but moral of the story. He didn't say that. COVID sucks. That was that was uh, my interpretation of what yeah. he said. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In case we didn't I know. I paraphrase. He was like, yeah, no, it's great, but also, COVID still sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone was like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for your research. (laughs) For letting us know that COVID sucks. He's got like five master's degrees and a PhD. Dude, it's so effing sad. We're still so lucky, honestly. We are lucky. Because there are still countries in this world that are being absolutely destroyed by COVID. And we are not really hearing about it as much anymore. Well, Italy, remember Italy got smashed, right? Well, Italy remember was like they the were epicenter like, for They a were minute. like fully not locked down. Not the epicenter, down. but the, what do they call it? They, but like they were locked out. They couldn't leave their apartments, remember? They were all sitting yeah, out the windows so and shit. Yeah, Italy was so bad. Italy was so bad. But it's also like, it's cultural, right? Because the Italian culture is a social culture. You got mm-hmm. to eat, you kiss everyone on the cheeks. It's like so touchy-touchy and like, it's all about meeting face to face and like doing all these things. So it's like, it makes sense that it was crazy bad there. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's like, because we live in America and it, more importantly, because we live in LA and things have finally, no one touches anyone in LA. No, You're in a car all the time. A hundred percent. And because we are finally like gotten things on, under control, we Back when things were really bad, we were hearing about all the other things that were really bad in other countries. But now that things are under control here, you hear less and less about the other countries that are being like absolutely torn apart by COVID. But I, it's still yeah. happening everywhere. I just think like as with any news cycle. It just it's the turnaround is so fast. Yeah, they get bored of it. It's not selling papers, so they're not gonna report it. Yeah, which is so sad. Like moving on to something it's else. It's horrible because people are still dying every single day. COVID is still real as hell. And it's not going anywhere. And it's unfortunate because, again, like I said earlier, whether or not you believe in vaccinations or not, or believe in the COVID vaccination or not, like, I get it. Like, I understand that people are scared, but unfortunately, there are new variants coming out and every single report, the people who are dying now are people who are not vaccinated. And it's just so sad because nobody should be dying at this rate, you know? I I got a question for you. Yeah. Remember Halloween last year? Mm Mm-hmm. We put candy at the end of the path, right? Yeah. And then people could come get their own candy. This year, are we doing the same or are we going to go out trick-or-treating with our kids? Well, last year we didn't trick-or-treat, right? We just walked around. I don't think we left the porch. I think we put candy in bowls that, in that bucket that I like attached to the fence. Did we, didn't we walk with him like up the box so he could see the, the house? I don't know if we did that. I don't even know if we did that too. I might be getting confused. I think like... I was like a wreck during Yeah, Halloween. I mean you're definitely more... Paranoid. Uptight about mm-hmm. it than I am. Mm-hmm. So we didn't even walk? I am I getting the years confused? Yeah, I don't think we did. I thought we took him just to like walk He literally asked me like yesterday. He was like, are we going to go trick-or-treating this year? And then he said, mommy won't let me. And then he cried. <laughs> Are you true. serious? No, of course not. It's like, oh my God. Said, mommy hates me. <laughs> uh, I am against trick-or-treating. Sorry. Like, I know that that sounds crazy. Oh, man. I didn't, we didn't trick-or-treat last year. I thought I'd at least let him walk up the street. I believe you if you say I didn't. <laughs> so you're going to keep people out of the yard again? Yeah. 
He's just ruining us. <laughs> Life, his childhood is ruined. Whatever. I'm sorry. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I think that we, we had a great Halloween last year. We all dressed up. We I went out of my way, remember, to make it like amazing for him because we couldn't do anything. We decorated the yard amazingly for the first time ever just because we tried to make it like even more of an experience knowing that we couldn't go trick-or-treating. I thought I let him walk up the street. I don't think so. Okay. I believe you if you say I did it. Maybe I told myself that. <laughs> I let him walk up the street with a mask on. I don't want him to trick-or-treat. I don't want him touching anybody because he's five and I know how he is. So no, I do not want him to trick-or-treat, but I am okay with putting candy at the end of the yard and then he can talk to people through the fence. <laughs> And I'm also okay this year with taking a walk because I know people in our neighborhood don't give an F. They didn't last year. So, like, they'll walk around. We can all be masked, and then we will keep our safe distance, and he can look at other people's costumes a little bit, see the houses that go all out, like the one on the end of the street, and that's it. But I don't want to go up to any anybody's store. We'll buy enough candy for him. He'll be fine. Done. Mama's putting her foot down. I'm just saying that because I feel so bad no, already. But it's true. You do, you do it with everything. No, it is true. Yeah. I make the rules. But honestly, I just feel like it's just, it's not, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Hopefully, hopefully. We all thought 2021 was going to be like the best. And it's, it's nothing is the same still, you know? We've been in this for so long. It's definitely more open than last summer though, right? I mean, yeah, we weren't doing anything this time last year. No, that was great. Oh, it was amazing. I miss it so much. <laughs> anyway, so that was our stories. What do you think? Good stuff? Good stuff? Good, August was pretty good. Good stories. Yeah. Nice summary vibe. Nothing too there crazy. There was, honestly, there was some absolutely awful, horrific stuff. But okay. there was nothing like mid-ground. But there were some really, really, really awful stuff. But a lot of it had to do with children. And I don't like exploiting kids for a podcast, you know? Doesn't yeah. seem right. I don't want to hear it anyway. No, it's devastating. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, all right, you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have any suggestions for new episodes, new cases to cover, hit us up. Let me know. Um, let me give you guys the email address for the podcast because I do have one. It is let me tell you a story pod at gmail.com. You can send all of your questions, comments, concerns, and episode suggestions to that email. And then, of course, leave us a review, rate it. Give us a rating, um, write whatever you want. I really don't care. But, you know, something nice would be appreciated. And we will see you very, very soon. Has anyone ever sent you an email? No. Except for Gmail. <coughs> Gmail sent me an email. Welcome to the team. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Google's like, here's what you need to know. That's sad, you guys. Send me an email. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.